Hello and welcome to another TV Central podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. It is a show that brought the most traffic to this site and actually was responsible for the site going offline a couple of times. It is Junior MasterChef. Joining me here for this podcast is Director of Programming at Shine Australia, the makers of the show, Paul Franklin. Paul, thanks for joining me here at TV Central. Thanks for chatting to me, Aaron. Thanks. No worries. Okay, as I mentioned, the show created a little bit of a meltdown on our side. Uh, look, we can't be the only one. How much feedback are you getting about the show in terms of online traffic on the official website? Has it generated more than, than the parent show? Uh, well, it's, it's certainly um, it's kicked off a fair bit of uh, interest in the uh, official website. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers uh, compared with the parent show. Um, I know the main show was having having a huge amount of hits, uh, certainly on series one and series two. Um, I mean, a lot of the feedback uh, from the TV production side of things, which has been interesting, is ever since the original um, Junior MasterChef promo went out uh, back in July, the the amount of uh, it got posted on YouTube and. Uh, I end up fielding a lot of calls from uh, from the international market because uh, broadcasters uh, in places like Greece and France uh, were, were tapping into it, seeing it online and going, oh, all right, um, there's a new version out there. Quick, we want it. How can we get it kind of thing? I was like, well, hang on, guys. We haven't quite finished it yet. Um, so that, I found that was quite amazing just within the industry that, uh, you know, that the shows were potentially being commissioned on the basis of a YouTube clip, uh, which mm. was really encouraging, yeah. Um, well, you just said p part of your job is is uh, taking calls from overseas and stuff. Uh, tell us tell us more about your background and where you've come from and and joining Shine Australia. Um, well, my, my connection with the MasterChef brand uh, kind of stems back from uh, way back in 2008 when I was working at Fremantle Media as head of factual. Um, there, I travelled out to England uh, when the when the MasterChef. Uh, was commissioned with Channel 10, which was uh, late in 2008. Spent some time with the, the the team at Shine in the in the UK, watching them make the show, uh, trying to pick pick the the eyes out of what what made the show work, and you know, which was really um, was the food was the the, the, the central the central uh, I suppose topic more more so than any other shows uh, that, that sort of uh, in in the cooking genre up until that point in the UK had seen, uh, and, and then bringing it back and adapting that. Um, uh, for the first Channel 10 series as an executive producer on that. Uh, and it was really a case of trying to work out. We knew we wanted, being six days a week, we wanted something that was big, uh, had more of the sort of US-style reality, um, razzle-dazzle entertainment element, uh, more, more than the UK one anyway. Um, so I was involved in that first series. And then um, at the end of last year, I, I left Fremantle Media Australia and um, I uh, took a role as a consultant for Shine, uh, Shine Media Group uh, in the UK, uh, which was uh, a fascinating six months of my life, uh, basically travelling as a kind of ambassador for the MasterChef brand and uh, spent a lot of time in uh, Los Angeles working on the US version uh, with Gordon Ramsay and also travelled to France and Norway, uh, helping them start up and um, actually uh, not that long ago I was in India, which was uh, quite amazing, uh, getting MasterChef India up and going, uh, which uh, I think they're filming at the moment actually, uh, so uh, hopefully that's going well for them. So um, yeah, it's been uh, the first six months of this year was, a, was a very busy for me travel-wise. Um, and then uh, since uh, starting at Shine uh, Australia so in, in July, I've been working on the, the junior version here. So yeah, very, uh, very master, MasterChef intensive uh, year so far. Mm. 
probably an easier question is asking you where you haven't been by the sounds of it, because they've been everywhere, lots of travel there. Look, a, lot, a lot of travel, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's off the back of the Australian version, the, the, the first Australian version, and, and with the success now of the US, uh, the Gordon Ramsay one, which has now been recommissioned in a second series for... For Fox in in America, I mean, it's 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 you know the, just recently Israel's picked it up and started filming. I mean, it's it's in about I think it's about twelve between twelve and fourteen countries now. Have not just taken the tape uh, format, but actually take, taken the uh, adapted format for their own territories, which you know is great and it's 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 ever growing almost on a weekly basis. Countries are picking it up, uh, and look, a lot of that stems from the success of the Australian series. It gives uh, broadcasters confidence that you know if if it can work there, and then. Seeing it work in other countries such as the US and uh, France and places like that uh, just uh, gives them a bit more security when they commission uh, their local versions. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's start with the uh, the origin of the show, Junior MasterChef. There is, of course, the parent show, and it did have a, a spin-off, Celebrity MasterChef, that sort of had modest ratings. Was Junior MasterChef born out of the fact that the celebrity version was not massively supported, or was it always on the drawing board to do a Junior MasterChef? Look, uh, Junior MasterChef had been talked about uh, ever since I can remember, actually, um, that I've, I've been involved in the show from, from the, when we were working on our very first series. And, 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 and uh, partly in the sense that the UK were making, made the, the, they're now on their second junior version, they made their, their first one at the start of this year. Um, and it was always thought, uh, this is a good idea. Uh, it's certainly, you know, it's, I think MasterChef brings an element of kids to the kitchen uh, that the parent one does anyway. So um, in the UK, they made it for, it was more geared towards an afternoon BBC uh, audience, so more of a, a younger audience, and it was airing at sort of four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, the Australian Junior MasterChef is, is a, different, a different beast, I guess, in the sense that it's geared 7.30 at night. Um, look, it's, it's still geared for a younger audience, but I think it's more of a family audience. You know, it's kids and adults that can sit and watch it and be entertained, and, and that was all, always our aim. Um, so, look, Celebrity... Uh, I mean, Celebrity MasterChef, uh, which, which I was across as well last year at Fremantle, um, it was... I think it just came out of the blocks very quickly off the back of the main series. Um, and, look, the Celebrity version in the UK is, uh, is actually incredibly popular. Um, and look, relatively to you know, certainly other shows on on Ten, I, it, it was kind of successful, uh, Celebrity, but it never saw the success, uh, the dizzying heights of uh, of the uh, of the main series. So, look, uh, it's it's it wasn't a reason for Junior. Yeah, you know, if Celebrity was more successful, uh, maybe we looked at, would have looked at doing another one of those. But um, but uh, yeah, no. To to answer your question. Um, I, I think Junior MasterChef just felt like a fresh way to go. Um, yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a new take on it. Um, I mean, the, the UK uh, also have uh, another version, which is MasterChef The Professionals. Um, and that is a, a highly popular uh, version of the show in the UK where they take, uh, you know, real chefs. I mean, they're not, they're not five, four or five star or whatever, hatted chefs or anything like that. You know, they're, they're sort of uh, chefs who have either got a lot of experience um, but never have sort of punched through to a high level or they're, they're, they're young, young chefs who are sort of trying to make a name for themselves. But again, it's a different show. So there's, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, MasterChef plays out in a lot of different uh, styles, I guess, of, of the format. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you sort of uh, answered this question a little bit in that answer you gave, but just sort of to, to clarify, is Celebrity MasterChef dead or, or is there still talk of it may return next year? Or? Well, 
dead's a pretty heavy, <laughs> heavy term to lay on a show. But <laughs> look, I think I, I think at the moment, you know, I, I can't speak for Channel Ten. I don't think there's any any intentions uh, for Celebrity to, to to go again next year. I mean, we'll see what happens over the next uh, four or five weeks with the ratings, I guess, for Junior. Um, so. Um, Oh, I don't want to say it's dead. That sounds a bit harsh. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's no talk at the moment about it coming back, put it that way. All right. Look, I just wanted to make a, a personal comment uh, before we get on to the kids, just with the show in general. I just want to say how yeah. good is Anna Gare. She would have to be one of the most warmest, genuine, friendly and captivating people on television. She's great with the kids and a professional as well. I just want to tell me about the, the feedback you're receiving about Anna. Is it the same as mine or... Or is no, it's, it's 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 kind of I suppose broadly everyone everyone feels that she just adds it's kind of like a freshness to the show. Um, not not there was anything wrong with the show anyway, but it, it just I think you know the fact she's a mum, you know, four kids and all the rest. Um, you know, she's she's comes from a catering background, you know, um, which is a different background again from the the chefs and the food critic. Um, she's a lovely, lovely person uh, to to you know. It, it, in person to work with, um, she just gets what the show is. Um, you know, she's she's. Uh, I find her really effortless on camera to watch, um, and it, it it it's it's funny because the show doesn't have a host, um, but it, it's it's shared. I suppose shared responsibilities across, you know, all the judges. Uh, and I think she brings she brings a bit of sparkle, uh, you know, to to the uh, to the lineup. You know, and the, the, and don't get me wrong, the the, the boys are fantastic. Um, but it just it just adds a layer, I think, for mine. And um, yeah, no, she's lovely. She's lovely. And yeah, everyone, same thing. They they just think she's fantastic. So um, yeah, Is it's there great. Any chance that you're going to use her again, uh, either in the parent show or or in in some other form? Look, I think if Junior MasterChef uh, plays again, you know, next year or something, she would definitely be in the lineup for that. Um, look at this stage with the parent show. Uh, I don't think there's any intention for her to to step in in a full time role or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I don't, you know, they're, they're only at the casting stage for the for the for the third series of the parents show. Um, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she pops up here or there. But no, I, I think you know, Junior Master Chef is kind of um, her territory where I think we're going to see a fair bit of a you know in years to come, hopefully. So. Mm. Oh, she's great. Okay, so let's get into it. Junior MasterChef. Uh, these these kids are insane. Um, it's absolutely yeah. captivating to watch eight to twelve year olds making dishes. Some of them that I've never heard of. Um, they're brilliant, talented, uh, talented, and uh, very engaging to watch. Just tell me about the the selection process and and how you managed to find such great a great bunch of kids. Um, look, we went about it um, well in some ways similar to the main show. You know, we, we, there's, there's casting process that takes place. Um, you know, so there's applications that you fill in on a website, um, and then they come along, and uh, the, the the selected few. And I think uh, in person, the the, the the casting team saw. Oh, I think they, I think they did five cities, so it probably was around you know six seven hundred, at a guess. Um, wow. Of those five, of those five and a half thousand that applied, and 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 the casting process is pretty simple. They come in, um, they bring it, they bring something in that prepared themselves, uh, and then if if we're interested in 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 them, we then uh, get them to cook something quite simple. Interestingly, I, I think the casting team got them to cook uh, just a simple pancake, which initially I was like, well, well, 
pancake, what's that going to show? And they said, actually, it's really, it's really key because if, if they can show good understanding of measurements of ingredients, ah. um, it'll give a good indication of you know, how much they get mixing, mixing ingredients and measuring them out, and, and that'll uh, give us a good, good advantage on just what their skills, skills are like. So, um, uh, and then, look, really, it, it came down to the best. I mean, I think... I think you know, it's been reported, and everyone can tell you. That, you know, we focus on the positive with with uh, with the kids on on Junior Master Chef. Yep. Um, you know, and I think it feels terrible to to do anything otherwise. It's 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 more of less competition. I like to think, and more celebration of cooking. You know, the fact they're at a young age. Um, but from that point of view, they've got to be able to cook. Um, so with the with the casting, it's, they they cast they cast for their skills um, because it it needs to be they need to be at the top of their game. Um, to take part, and um, and we knew that would be the thing that for the audiences would just wow them to see kids so young cooking at such a high standard. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Look, let, let me uh, ask you about a observation. Uh, I was going to say a conspiracy, but no, it's an observation. I just, <laughs> I'm just wondering whether it, so, there were so many dishes in the top 24 that looked awesome, and and obviously from the four heats, only three made it from each heat. Um, so. As an example, if there were, say, six of the dishes that were equally um, as good as the next and there was almost nothing in it in terms of the actual dish, do the judges then move to personality as a second consideration? Um, you know, I'm just wondering if you know, maybe their cheeky disposition or personality would suit television and the competition more so than the next kid. No, look, it's, it's down to the dishes. Um, and, you know, I, th I think if you look at the parent... Uh, version of the show, you look, you you know, the, depending on the number, if there's 24 of them, say, in the, in, the, in the main ensemble to get through, you look for variety. I mean, 24 is such a high number um, that you want people who represent different, you know, backgrounds and different cooking skills and things like that. But I think with uh, with Junior, we, you know, I mean, the ju judges have a huge say anyway, but with Junior, they, they had, the, you know, the, the total, we cleared the freeway, so to speak, to, to let them pick the best cooks. Because... It, it's, it comes back to what, what I just said, I guess. You know, we, 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 we decided from the outset that was going to be the thing that would have made, you know, whether, whether kids are cheeky or cute or whatever, um, if they can't cook, that, that's the heart of the show. So um, from that point of view, I mean, I, I would say if, 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 it was, if, it was, if, they were, if the judges were faced with, say, two dishes that were very similar, um, the only consideration they might make is going forward, Based on this dish, do we think they're going to show more ability going forward? If if the dishes were you know like for like and and hard to pick between, mm. um, that would probably be the consideration they'd take. But I mean, other than that, no, it's it's um it's all down to the skills. Yeah, yeah I mean, but with those personalities, you've definitely got you've definitely got some in there. Anthony, Jack, Cassidy, and Sam. That I mean, they just stood out. But uh, look, let let me uh, ask you about some um. If you can tell me about some of the considerations or changes you had to make for the show compared to the to the parent show, so I'm talking about things like film duration or or you know kids using sharp utensils. Was there anything that had to be changed compared to the? Um, yeah, there was, there was a hu there was a hu huge amount. Um, we we uh, engaged with a, a sort of child guardian body to to monitor everything we did, um, and 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 this is you know primarily from just a timing point of view because we it, you know uh, we we were allowed to film with them. We could only film with them for a certain period of time uh, throughout a day uh, overall, and then each uh, throughout that day there'd be certain moments along the way that we might be able to film with them for an hour, and then they've got to have a break. 
You know, that's yeah. simple as that. So it was all balanced out so that they would have enough time for breaks in, in between the cooking. Um, you know, and if they turn up at 9.30 in the morning, then at 6.30, that will be the end of their day. And they'll have breaks during the day. Um, but if they turn up at 9.30 and we're not ready to go, it's like, well, that's fine, but the clock's running kind of thing. So, you know, it, it, um, it actually really uh, refined our, uh, our editorial uh, thinking on what we needed and what we wanted to get out of what we were shooting. I mean, with the, with the parents' show, um, there can be some quite, quite long days and a bit of overtime incurred and all the rest, but not, not with this because we, we had to go into it uh, even more prepared than the main show. Um, so there, there was the consideration of hours, but then, all, but, you know, then also uh, things such as knife skills. We, we got the, 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 you know, it's tricky with knives because um, you, you want the safest, um, but you also they, they can't be blunt because they won't be able to cut properly with them. And so it, it's, it's what we would do is would give them uh, all of them got similar kind of knife lessons beforehand. Um, with with the actual cooking, like things such as the uh, the hot plates, you know, they were induction, they weren't gas. Um, there was probably well a much bigger team actually of um, safety personnel on the sidelines watching them. Um, usually on the main show you have one person to keep an eye on everyone, but uh, with with ours it was like about six six wow. people, so one per two kids to watch them and make sure that if they're starting to head towards something that could be dangerous, you step in and stop them. Um, uh, so it, it's yeah the the the, the attention to detail. Um, you know, tenfold uh, almost to the to the main show. And the main show is very safe, but uh, little little things such as depending on their heights, they'd be given a platform to stand on, and the platform would be big enough that they couldn't step backwards and fall off or anything like that. Um, and look, it, it, you know, it, it it worked really well. I mean, just through the uh, the, the safety team behind the scenes, um, and even the production crew. Um, you know, we really. We had some great people who worked on the main show and we had some fresh people as well who came in and they just got the fact that this is all about the kids. This is all about them enjoying themselves, having a good time, feeling free to be themselves and, and you know, and, and get the best out of them. Yeah. Uh, and that really was, you know, and, you know, I mean, even some of the heats, you know, you'd, you'd get to the end and, you know, one, one of them might, might not have finished and, you know, one of the judges would walk up and say, look, just put these last couple of things on the plate, that's fine. Yeah, we want to see the best. We want to see the absolute best from everyone. So, um, but yeah, I suppose coming back to the main point of your question, yeah, it was, it was quite a massive undertaking. Um, and it's, 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 you know, with, quite often with TV shows, uh, what tends to happen is you create a Bible for a show uh, and then you hand that out when, when it goes to other territories. And with this, this one, with the Bible we've created or are creating still is, is a very extensive one so that if Greece or France want to make it, we go, well, here's how you make it and here's everything you've got to consider about the safety of the kids, um, right through to dealing with their parents to, you know, how long they should be doing things. Um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's been a massive undertaking um, and, yeah, a really exciting one too, uh, which has been great. That actually turned into a more interesting question than I thought. I mean, who would have thought that they would have, you know, uh, you know, a platform for a kid and then it's, it's put at a level so they, if they step back, it, they, you know, they don't fall off. It's actually quite interesting, the amount of um, stuff that actually goes into all of that. Well, you've, you've got to consider all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of detail there. But, um, anyway, yeah, sorry, go on. So, uh, how much uh, input do the um, do the parents have into the show, or do they just sort of sit back on the sidelines and? Look, you you would have seen in the in through the top fifty where the the, the parents are in the bleachers watching on. Once we get to the MasterChef kitchen, the parents don't feature um, on camera. Um, oh. Although 
Yeah, no, they're, they're, you, you probably see them uh, depending on who gets through to the final, but you'll, you'll see, um, see them possibly at the end there. But it becomes more about the top 12 and following them through their journey. Um, having said that, the, the parents are obviously on, you know, on the sidelines uh, be, behind the cameras. Um, for the ones who live in, uh, live in Sydney where we film, um, they would go home, but then you've got the interstate ones who would go back to an apartment um, and you know, they'd have one or both of their parents parents there uh, or guardians there looking after them um, so it's it's you know it's more of a supportive behind the scenes kind of role that they take uh, with with following them through the top 12 and at the MasterChef kitchen mm. um, look I'm hearing that there's some changes on the way that will be revealed on the program this Sunday at 730 um, hoping to have a chat about some of those I, I hear yep. that that the eliminations will be different to normal can you tell me about that um well, we we kind of uh, sorry elimination is more of a case of going through the next stage is, <laughs> is like the, story. the way we put it. Um, I suppose people think of them as eliminations, but what, we've tried to structure it in a way, and and what well, we have structured it in a way that uh, as they go through and, and are successful, those that are unsuccessful, I guess, when they do leave. The, the program they don't leave by themselves um, so you never have a single person that, that's that's uh, that, that's leaving the show and not continuing on and we really push the the sense that you know it's 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 more of a supportive uh, role that each of the contestants play for each other whether they get through and they're always really encouraging to each other when when they succeed which is really nice but then also uh, for those that don't get through to the next stage, it's the ones that do get through that, again, they're supportive, but also um, I think they find it harder, the fact that they're, they're, they're continuing on in the, you know, in the game and, and, they're, and they're friends. And, they, you know, this amount of time, the amount of time they spent together, they did, the kids all became friends. Um, you know, that the, their leaving is kind of, it was, in a way, it's a tougher thing. Um, but, no, it, it's, a, it's a real focus on the positive uh, and a sense that, no, you know, no one leaves alone kind of thing when they do leave the show. Right. Um, I'm hearing that the, the leaderboard and point system will be a uh, different. How, how will how will the scoring and point system work? Look, generally, what happens is there's usually with each of the episodes that are playing on a Sunday, and Monday night, there's a couple of challenges uh, that take place in each episode. And what we we thought the fairest way to go forward is uh, have the best awarded. So what will happen is if the twelve are competing, um, the, the the first three people. Get, get special points. So if you come first, you get six points. If you come second, you get four points. And if you come third, you get two. Um, having said that, everyone else gets a point because they took part you know, and had a go. Um, and so that, that's kind of been the way we've, we've worked forward with the scores to, to make it feel fair. And, and uh, look, even along the way, it's in some of the challenges, as you'll see, you know, it's kind of like if someone's improved incredibly, well, they might get an extra point as well. You know, it's kind of uh, so far removed from you know, I guess uh, watching the the kids play a you know a game of soccer or footy or netball on you know like where you get you know most improved on the, on the team kind of thing. So we've kind of adopted that kind of thinking with some of the point scoring as well to keep it sort of friendly and and positive again. And the uh, format of the show obviously is coming back Sundays, Mondays, and Fridays. So what is different about each night? What can what can viewers expect? Um, well, a lot of it's uh, the Sunday and Monday night shows are where you'll see the top twelve competing, um, and you know they'll they'll uh, they'll gain points through through the challenges they face there. Most of it will be in uh, in the Master Chef kitchen, 
Uh, we will be doing off-site challenges where we take them uh, to, you know, it could be a restaurant or some other kind of challenge to see them out in the, in the outside world and how, how they fare at those. Um, what we've tried to do with, with, with the junior version of the show is really, look, it, people will see it and know it as MasterChef. We've tried to make it a little more unpredictable um, in, in the sense of the challenges. Um, there, there's some quite exciting and surprising challenges that you'll see that you, you wouldn't have seen in the main show. Uh, and we did that on purpose. We really wanted to uh, keep it fresh for the audience. You know, it's kind of, you know, it, it's just fun sometimes, I think. I think everyone knows the main show, the parent show, so well. Sometimes it's nice, you know, uh, when, when you think the show's going to turn right, it actually turns left and something else happens. So we've really, you know, you, everyone will know it as MasterChef, but this, I think there's, a, there's quite a few surprises and fun ones at that. Yeah. Uh, the, the family will find it entertaining. So, um, uh, and then the Friday nights are, are, are really, actually significantly different. Um, again, because uh, it's, a, it's the junior master class. And the, the reason it's so different is we're actually bringing in, it's not, it's, it won't be the top 12 kids, but we're bringing in uh, young people from different cooking groups around, around um, Sydney and New South Wales who right. come in and just on the day they get to come in and, and while uh, George... Uh, Gary, Anna cook. They actually go into the kitchen and cook along. And the, and, the, and the point being, you know, if these young kids can cook, you know, and cook along with with uh, our judges, God, you know, anyone, anyone at home could do it as well. So we, you know, they're simple simple recipes, but you know, ones packed full of top tips. And there's even at the very uh, in the final, there's four of these uh, Friday night episodes, and in the final of those, uh, there's uh, it's really exciting. We've got a um, it's a great. It's a great uh, masterclass. I think, I think it's a, uh, a 90 minute special. And, and uh, the way it's going to work is at the end of it, we've got this great thing where George cooks and everyone at home you know, will be set up with a TV and all the ingredients and they can actually cook along at home, kids and adults, uh, and cook in real time. The idea being at the end of it that everyone tucks into a yummy, uh, yeah, yummy plate of food. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's actually significantly different there and um, it's got a really good uh, you know, buzz and vibe to it. So, uh, yeah, it's really exciting. Sounds good. Um, mm-hmm. Look, in the, the parent show, uh, we're, we're used to a lot of tears and stuff like that. Can we expect a lot of tears from the kids as, as we go along? Or, or, or can I also ask, is it going to be from the parents too? Because the first few episodes that I've... I've watched everything that's been on so far, and it's actually been the parents that have been crying. I, I don't know, even I remember know. any kids that have been crying. No, it seems the uh, yeah t- tears of pride and joy. Um, no, look, I, I, it, it, you're not going to see the the level of transgression. You won't see the level of tears that you see in um in the in the parent show. Um, and part of that is because although you know they're in a competition and there's a certain level level of pressure, we've actually tried to ease as much pressure off the kids as we can. Um, look, you know, and, and you know, when they, those that are successful are thrilled, those that don't do as well, you know, they're not as happy. Um, but the strange thing with kids is they bounce back very quickly. Um, and, you know, it's, it's amazing seeing some of them who don't do well in one challenge and come back to the next and, and they're, they're, they're the best within that challenge. So, um, uh, no, no, I, I don't think you'll see the level of tears that you see in the, uh, in, in the main show and, uh, you know, and you know, there are you know, there's tears, but more tears of of joy again when they do get through. They're they're very happy. So um, that's uh yeah. Um, 
Well, I guess this will come with the tears as well. But even though you're taking all due consideration in the kids, uh, with the kids' feelings uh, when eliminated, or sorry, not eliminated, it's non-elimination, elimination, not going to the next phase, next stage, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it's called, with the changes that you've made, it must still be a major blow for an eight to twelve year old. I was just wondering what happens off camera immediately after an elimination. Um, you know, maybe as post-care or... Look, we, we, it, it's, it's, it's almost as much in the pre-care as the post-care because you, what, what we try to do is prepare them all for the fact that, you know, only one person's going to win uh, and people will, will go as we go along. So it's getting them into a mindset that, you know, there's, there's only so many that will get through. Um, and it's preparing them for that fact that, you know, it's... it's I think when you remind them, when you remind them of the fact that uh, 5,500 kids audition between 8 and 12 and they're in the top 12 um, it sort of brings it back uh, to ground a bit for them and they sort of go yeah actually I have been really successful and the experiences they get um, and you remind them of all those look they're disappointed when they don't get through but if they're prepared enough uh, beforehand uh, and again they bounce back very quickly uh, from that disappointment um, everyone who leaves uh, gets prizes and it's interesting because um, uh, the top 12 each of them gets a trophy and um, uh, they're not actually, despite the fact they get all these great prizes aside from the trophy, the trophy's the one thing they all want, you know, it's kind of yeah. like a pride of place kind of thing. So it's, it's, um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's, and, and look, we've, we've got people on hand again from, from a, you know, uh, we have a, a full time uh, child psychologist on the show yep. um, who, you know, not only knows the kids very well, but knows their parents really well. And so, and, and she talks. Uh, through, well, throughout the filming process, she's talking on a daily basis with all the parents and the kids. And so usually you, you can gauge if, if we think that, you know, there might be a problem or, you know, you can head it off uh, beforehand so that, um, you know, so there's, you know, although it might be a major blow, there's, there's uh, you know, the, the kids can handle it, put it that way. Mm. All right, a couple of quick questions. Um, Matt Preston's not in all in all the episodes. Um, I'm just wondering if you can enlighten us on, on why that is, because he seems so popular with the kids. And will this be the case for the rest of the episodes? Um, no, look, Matt, Matt joins the team. I mean, I, I think with the introduction of Anna, um, once we got into the the main kitchen, um, we, we thought it'd be good to get a couple of weeks in to to sort of get ahead with things and then bring Matt in. Um, as a bit of a spike, um, the kids love him, uh, you know. So it's, um, but he, he plays a prominent role certainly, you know, throughout most of the series. It's just when we first come back, he's not there, um, and it, 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 it's hard. You know, you got the four judges there um, that, that they can only say so many lines each. So I felt it was a good chance to get, let the audience get to know Anna more. Um, so uh, and uh, and look, you know, uh, the, the good thing with Matt is. Uh, you know, I know he can say a lot, but sometimes he doesn't say much at all, and uh, just his presence uh, is amazing. So, um, yeah, don't worry. He'll, you're, you're, no one's going to miss out on Matt Preston, put it that way. Excellent. Um, now, is the whole series in the can already? Um, and if so, are you, are you confident we won't get a, a leak on, on who the winner is? Um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's all shot. It's all, it's all done, and, done and dusted. We're still editing uh, some of the, the back end of the series. Um, I, I, look... Obviously, there's always a risk that a leak could get out, you know. Um, I guess, I think all of us, uh, you know, both Shine and Ten and, and everyone talking with, uh, from the publicity and media point of view, if it, if it did, you know, it'd be nice to think that uh, if, if it did start to leak at all, that maybe it wouldn't be reported on. 
um, you know, I think it would be a shame to ruin that for, for the audience. Um, so it's always a risk. Um, I just hope it doesn't get out, put it that way. So are these kids actually trained to go back to school? And then the kids say, oh, you're on Junior MasterChef, did you win? And then the kid says, oh, yeah. I'm not allowed to tell you. <laughs> it's a bit hard. We just sort of tell them, look, you know, it's a secret. I can't tell you kind of thing. You'll have to wait and see. Uh, which, to be honest, mate, I think most of the kids quite enjoy that fact because they've got something over uh, the rest of the school. So, um, I look, it, and look, it's a little bit of a distraction, but you know, we, we've, we've spoken with the schools uh, as well prior to the, the top 12 coming in. So, you know, um, there's relationships built up there and, and understanding of, you know, what's going ahead. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's, Maybe it's a bit of an advantage in the schoolyard for them that they know something everyone else doesn't. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, with the yeah. ratings, it's, it's uh, still the number one show on Sunday night um, in week three, but it's a bit of a drop from the two million plus of watching, I guess, the first episode. What do you sort of attribute this drop to, or do, and do you see the ratings stabilising as the show progresses? Look, hopefully they'll stabilise. I mean, I think what you've got now is with the top 12, you've got clear characters that you follow on, a, on an episode-by-episode -episode basis. Um, whereas across the top 50, you, you, you see, you see the, uh, the kids that go through, but you're not really following their story as, um, in, uh, in such a close way as you do on, 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 on the shows that we get into the, uh, the main kitchen. Mm. So look, uh, yeah, I, I hope the, the, the rating stabilizes as the show pro progresses. I mean, I, I don't think we're panicked about the, the drop in the ratings. I think, you know, the, we weren't expecting to get 2.2 million people. Uh, tune in for the first episode. That was a nice little surprise. Um, and look, you know, if, if if we can keep the numbers, you know, where they are, um, I think ten and everyone will be very happy. So, um, yeah, not too worried. Uh, the show is uh, a lock-in for next year. Uh, you have to ask. Yeah, you have to ask uh, Channel Ten on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, it'd be nice to see it come back. Um, I think. But uh, well, I, I think the ratings over the next month will, will sort of. Uh, inform whether the, whether the show comes back again, but uh, I'd certainly like to see a return. No worries. I'll put uh, David Mott on the speed dial after the interview. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, get on the Motty. Get on the Motty. That's <laughs> right. Well, well, I guess we'll have to see how the ratings do go, though. Um, next year, tell us about the casting for, for next year on the, on the main MasterChef series. Um, can people still apply for the, for the main series? Look, well, as far as I'm aware, the... the, the the actual audition process has already begun. Uh, I think the the, 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 the travelling roadshow of auditions or whatever, uh, they're out there. They've, they've been to a few cities already. So, um, And they're going through a similar process that they have on the previous series. I'd say for, for people wanting to apply, it's, 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 I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's probably too late because they're, they're, they're fair way down the path with the casting. Right. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure there'd, there'd be a website you could look at uh, if, if it is still open. Uh, I'm not sure if it'd be on the... The official website, if there's, if there's somewhere on there, there might be some, a pointer there. But um, it may be too late, so I don't know if that's bad news for everyone. But um, I, I'm pretty sure they've had a fair few applications come in, so, uh, yeah. No worries. Um, look, I'll just ask a final question. I mean, there's so many questions I could ask, especially out of this interview. I mean, there's so much going on behind the scenes with the show, which is actually quite interesting, the psychologists and the, the time durations and stuff like that. But I'll uh, just ask one more question. Yep. Just simply, can you give us some any scoop on the upcoming episodes of Junior MasterChef? Anything that we can expect? Any surprises, guest stars, anything like that? Um, well, I won't give anything away, but we've, we've certainly got some. Something. Oh no, we've certainly got some amazing. Look, we've we've got some great guests 
um, who come in and you, put it this way, you'll see some of Australia's top chefs uh, competing alongside some of the kids doing things you would never imagine you'd see them do. So um, it's, it's, it's certainly a, f a fresh take on the main series. Uh, so um, yeah, I, I can't give too much away, but uh, yeah, yeah, there's unexpected things that are going to pop up. Uh, so uh, for everyone out there, I hope they keep watching. Well, the kids were loving the guest, uh, some of the guest stars so far because they had Callum coming, didn't they, in episode two, wasn't it? Uh, from the from the from the parent series. Yeah, and and look, there's a, there's there's a lot of familiar faces and even some new ones. So you know, there's a uh, and uh, you, you, one thing you might even see is, is uh, some chefs, not our chefs, but um, some very well-known chefs coming into the kitchen with their own kids in uh, some of the episodes. So, um, so that, that that might be quite interesting. For, but look, it, it's it's. It's such a feel-good show, and it's 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 we've had such great support from uh, from the you know all, all the sort of uh, regular guests from the main show, um, even more so on this. So uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's very exciting. It's good. All right. Well, thanks so much. Looking forward to these new episodes, and um, judging by the popularity on this side and many others, it seems I'm not the only one. So it's going to be a, a great return for the show. Paul Franklin, thanks for joining me, and uh, good luck with the rest of the series. Thanks, Aaron. Really good to speak to you. Cheers, mate. No worries. Uh, Paul Franklin, Director of Programming at Shine Australia there with uh, all the Junior MasterChef Goss. The show returns this Sunday at 7.30pm on 10 and continues Mondays and Fridays. That is all from this podcast. Until next time, I'm Aaron Ryan for tvcentral.com.au. See you then.